everybody. Welcome to one more round. Uh, today I'm very excited. I, I'm meeting uh, Sin for the first time, Sin Silva. She's an artist, and for those of you who don't know much about me, I, my dad is an artist. He, I, he's been doing stuff since he was six years old, and I've watched him create art my entire life, so I've always been fascinated. And when uh, Sin had asked if she could come on the podcast, I started looking at her work. I'm like, absolutely. So uh, welcome. Glad Thank to have you. you today. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah, so... You do it all. You do real estate, you know, you do artwork and all this, uh, and you're originally from the Bay Area, right? Yes. So what got you into art? You know, I have always been into art since I got my first box of crayons, basically. So Mm -hmm. um, all throughout elementary school, high school, when I was 12, I took art theory, studied with an artist um, based in Carmel. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. And she taught me everything. She basically taught me um, all the types of paint. So oil, watercolor, gouache, acrylic, pencils. She would make me line up 50 pencils because there's like F's, H's, B's. Mm -hmm. You have to know what they mean. Um, We would go paint on location. If I was going to paint the clouds, she would tell me, you're not ready yet. You have to learn what they are. So there's cumulus, stratus, serious. Like she made me learn everything. Wow. And then she would take like... (laughs) Let's say it's a wine glass or, or a martini glass. She'd put it on the table with the shadow mm-hmm. and put light from one end, and she would make me list all the tones and the values of where the light's coming from and yeah. sketch it out, use a different pe- So I was like thrown into it, and I loved it. And, you know, I did that every weekend. I didn't really tell a lot of people that I was an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, my teachers, I was taking graphic design, architecture, actually was studying to become an architect or a graphic designer. I liked both. Mm-hmm. And so my the teachers, they would actually buy my art. So when I was doing it in graphic design, the class, I'd finish it. And this one English teacher bought probably five of my pieces. Oh, that's cool. And when you're, you know, 16, it's like, sure, you know, get yeah. 200 bucks and I'd go buy it, spend it on clothes, whatever. Um, but I just loved it. And so I was starting to do a lot of galleries in high school. And I did a lot of that. Um, didn't really think about it, but it felt like, you know, the money part, it's good, but I like nice things. I want to travel. I want a nice car. I like sports cars, all that. Mm-hmm. So when I was 18, I, um, I was thinking about real estate. So I got my license at 19 and dove into that. But I had various other jobs, yeah. you know, in the, at the same time. So, so, well, so you uh, were in the Bay Area doing real estate then, right? Yes, yeah. And so you're doing that, and uh, you just moved out here two years ago, you told me. Yes. Which is cool, and I want to get back to like more art and the story there, but I was telling you, it's kind of amazing your, your network you've grown in two years because you do luxury properties. Right. And you have been successful out here. How, how did you build your network out here so quickly? Um, you know, it's funny you ask that. A lot of people have asked the same thing, but it's all about putting yourself out there. So I'm not shy. I love meeting people. Mm-hmm. I love talking. Um, I think that there's so many people out there with different professions you can learn something from. Like, for instance, you know, meeting you. Like, I reached out to you. I'm like, hey. And yeah. you were receptive. Like, yeah, sure. Come on the show. I'm like, cool. Um but there's interior designers, there's chefs, like there's so many different types of businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Get to know them and see how you can help them with your own business. 
So perhaps a chef, a restaurant, maybe I want to ask them if they want to hang a piece of art in there. Yeah. Right. So I'm always kind of thinking outside the box, whatever is different that other people aren't doing, I'll do. And uh, so, and, and that's just great. You're right. You got to put yourself out there if you're going right, you to grow your network. And right. so many people are, are like, yeah. oh, I, I want to have this big network of people, but they don't want to talk to anybody. And right. That's that's just not how you do it. I True. always say it, be intentional with the person in front of you because you never know the reason that you're supposed to meet that person. And it's True. just a, the way to look at life, I think. Yeah. Um, but you, you were talking a minute ago, you were talking about her taking a glass and then you seeing the mm-hmm. light coming through it. Is, is that, so a lot of that, it was learned. It wasn't something that was just like God given because you're really good, Thank but like you. you have to learn those types of things, the tones and everything, how light comes through. So it looks natural, right? Right. Um, when I was 10, I actually remember my mom, we were walking through a mall mm-hmm. and there was this room, like this lady was teaching art. So a lot of the artists that were learning, they were older ladies. I was 10. Mm-hmm. And I said, Mom, I really want to do this. Um, sign me up. And so I was with all these older you know, ladies. They were cute, like doing their oil painting. It was kind of that Bob Ross style, yeah. you know. And I did this painting. I still have the three paintings, but they're snow scenes. And they came out really cool. And my mom was like, whoa. And then my sister was like, oh, my God, like, you're really talented. Is that when you like knew you were good? I knew. Yeah. I would, for the school plays and things, like <laughs> mm-hmm. when I was in fourth grade, they would make me draw Santa Claus pulling the reindeer and they'd put it on the program. Okay. Like, wh- that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. But I just didn't really think about it. I didn't really, I never, I was almost like embarrassed that I'm as, I'm an artist. And like that I didn't talent be, you didn't want to like unleash and let everybody know about. It's, I just felt like I didn't want to be the artsy fartsy yeah. person. Like it's just different, but um, my boyfriends in high school, they all love my art. So I would do like pieces for them, like their car, whatever. Yeah. 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 My uh, dad, it was similar to him. That like in high so school, cool. he, uh, used, we were part of the Safford Bulldogs, right? Where we went to high school Yeah. and he was friends, his uh, girlfriend, my mother at the time, uh, had him, you know, draw the bulldog and all that stuff. Well, his bulldog was wow. actually what they put on, uh, the program. I think it's still the same it's bulldog still, today. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love doing logos. Like, moving out here, um, a friend of mine, she told the owner of Pure Bar in mm. North Scottsdale, she goes, like, she could do that, you know, your logo. So I did it on their wall. Oh, nice. And it's the big, giant, like, 10-foot by 10-foot red Pure Bar. Yeah. The ball. Um, and that was really fun. When I started it, I'm always learning something from each mural that I do. That one, I got the red color, but when I put it down, it was almost like it wasn't as bright cherry red. Mm -hmm. So, and these are things that nobody talks about or they don't even know the half of it, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go get a sandwich. So I left and I went to three paint stores and bought three different reds. I'm like, finally got the cherry red. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just need you to make me like the brightest red. Like don't add any tint, nothing. And some would do it, but they didn't get it right. I'm a perfectionist. Like, no, it's not. It's not the right red. Yeah. Like this red, that's the red I was looking for, and that's yeah. how it came out. Well, and, yeah. and it's, it's true. Like, but you if, have to have it perfect. But when you have that picture in your head, yeah, it's got to look like that picture in your head. Exactly. And I only understand that conceptually, or in business. Like, there are certain things I want to work a certain way, but like right. in arts, it's exactly yeah. like that. So yeah. I, my dad's very much the same way. I would see him 
just fussing over a painting and right. sometimes it would be weeks and it would be like just one portion of the painting i'm like dude yep. dad this looks great you know my stepmom right. would be like oh that's awesome He'd say, ah but this horse you know i need to, yeah. to adjust the face a little bit and i'm like all right but see he saw it and that's right. just it's kind of neat how you can do that yeah and that's the thing with every painting i can see it like i see how i want it to be in the end mm -hmm. like i totally see it 100 percent. so i already have the image in my brain mm -hmm. And when I paint it, if it's not that, I'm going to keep working one area. Now, sometimes I might do a painting. It might take me a couple months because I'm like, shoot, I got to work this one part still, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not happy with it. And with oil, I could wipe it off, whatever. Right. Um, in fact, there was a piece I did, an art commission last year for a guy. And it was a birthday present from a friend of his. And I, I was struggling with him in it just him because that's the person that i'm painting it for and he's in this painting yeah and that was yeah. the hardest part and they said okay put steve jobs um elon musk uh warren buffett jeff bezos you know all these mm -hmm. and they wanted to be around a table <laughs> with him in the middle i got oh. everybody right like those are easy mm -hmm. steve Jobs, like cool Warren Buffett, I had him throwing up money. Yeah. I don't have it on my webpage or anything. I, a lot of art commissions I kind of keep private. Yeah. But if people are interested, they want to ask, see my portfolio, I will gladly send them yeah. a PowerPoint that has everything. Okay. Um, but that was the hardest part. Like your dad, he was still working a part of that horse. I was still working this face mm -hmm. to make sure I got it right. And then finally, I was like, okay, done. Yeah. But my husband, my kids would be like, it's done. Like, it looks great. I'm like, no, it's horrible. This part, like, I hate it. No, it's not ready yet. Yeah. And I can understand it too, like, especially because he's the one non-famous person, right? So the yeah. other people you've had in your brain for years. Right. You're seeing that guy for the first time, you know, right. in a picture. Exactly. And you just don't have the same character behind the person right, right. that you do with these other people so exactly. i can see that being difficult and yeah. again he's got to be the star of the show right it's, it's his painting I had to get so, it right <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome so yeah i know fun, you've worked all over the place you know what are some of your favorite commission pieces that you've done or just pieces um, in general not necessarily commission i would pieces. say you know i had a really fun mural that i did in chandler for unmarked beauty mm -hmm. and it was on their wall they wanted something with a face kind of like Marilyn. i love doing um, lips and eyes and whatever. And I did some Montana spray. So I love spray like graffiti art too. Mm -hmm. Um, again, like I'll, I could basically do every medium and it's not because I'm smart. It's just because I've been doing this for like decades Yeah. and I always challenge myself and you have to know every medium, you know, there are artists that yeah. they might have the same thing. So sometimes people will say, what kind of art do you do? They'll ask me like, oh, what kind of art? And I have a very lame answer. I'll say, I don't know, like everything. And they're yeah. like, everything. Like I said, I know it's a lame answer, but I basically do everything. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people will think, okay, you should just have your web page show pop art mm -hmm. or, you know, this certain style. I'm like, no, like I'm going to be different. I'm just going to show a few of different things. And if they want to inquire more, then I'll send them those pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So like, where do you come up with your ideas for a lot of your work? I just kind of um, wake up with crazy ideas. And I also think of like very positive uh, quotes. Mm -hmm. Sink or swim was a recent one that I did. You can, you know, have that shark-like attitude. You're going to make it in mm -hmm. anything you want. If you put your 
desire into it in your heart, right? Right. You can either sink or swim. So I did like little sharks and, you know, little um, scuba diver guy, but they're all hidden. But a painting will tell a story. This is a big, like five by six foot. And I just released it a couple months ago. Um, but it's very, if you look at it, you're going to see 10 hidden messages in it. Cool. Yeah. So that kind of stuff or Serena Williams. Yeah. that You tell, tell that story. That was, yeah. That was a cool story. I was watching um, the U.S. Open and... My husband and I were watching it, and then the interview, after she was um, retiring, doing her speech, and they interviewed her, and they said, how did you how did you make that last shot? Like, how did you do it? And she just looked at the camera, and she said, what? I'm just Serena. Yeah. And I got it on video, and I'm like, I'm going to paint that, mm -hmm. because I like painting something that nobody else has done. Um, and maybe other people have done it, you know, since then. I don't know, but I just see certain things i'm like i want to paint it like right now i have at least i would say 20 things that i want to paint but i really have probably 100 of ideas well and that's the neatest thing and you hit it on the head i think art tells a story it does um, right every once in a while somebody yeah. i'll talk about art or whatever and they're like, ah, i'm not really interested in art yeah it's just because they don't understand it, right? They right. don't understand the story that's behind it. And yeah. I think anybody could have appreciation if they're like, okay, well, what's the story behind this? Yes. And not like a, you know, painting that's in like a Marriott or something that's just, you know, aesthetically yeah. pleasing to right. the palette. Yeah. But the story behind it is fun. So like your your golf one, what's the story behind that one? That's a really cool picture. Thank you. Yeah, so that's Arnold. I just wanted to paint, you know, a golfer, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I had several people out here when I moved here like, oh, do you do golf scenes and golf courses? Yeah, sure. Like I've done Augusta. That was a commission yeah. um, back in California. But I'll do a lot of scenery, like everything. But this golfer, I, I was pulling up golf images and I saw this one, a black and white photo from way back of Arnold Palmer. Mm -hmm. And his swing was awesome. And it was just like this silhouette. And... I thought I'm going to paint that in oil, like mm -hmm. huge. So it's like four by five or four by six feet, all oil, did a lot of palette knife. When I created it, I wanted it to look like it was in action. Yes. So a lot of my art and my baseball player one, mm -hmm. um, a lot of my art, I try to make it look like it's moving on the canvas. Yeah. And it makes your mind think like, whoa, like I see energy in it. Well, what was really interesting when I looked at it the first time is I saw exactly that, right? I saw movement. And when you look at it closely, you don't see a golf club. They're very defined. Right. But you see the movement of what you know is a golf because of the way he's standing. True. And it's like you get that immediately when you see it. So it's very cool how you can do that without having something very concrete that you know is a golf club. Right. And you see the movement of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah and the baseball player um, that was actually one of my clients from real estate. I sold him a place in Alamo, California, and I thought, I want to paint you. And he's like, okay. And so um, he was with the Oakland A's, and then now he's a host for ML MLB mm -hmm. Network. Um, but on him, too, like I wanted him to look like he's swinging the bat. Yeah. And that was my goal. Mm -hmm. And you definitely get that. So thank you. Uh. Yeah. So it, you know, it, I have a lot of ideas of what to paint. There's a lot of things that I still want to paint. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's pretty much. I kind of see it first. I, I, I'm going to just plant that Novak Djokovic. Uh, I think that would be a yeah, perfect painting for someday. 
Because he's going to go down as the greatest tennis player of all time. And, For sure. And he's got, like we were talking about, he's just got that energy. Like, yeah. that would be a fun energy to paint because you just you yeah. know it when you look at him. Right. Um, and that's the thing where if I'm doing a portrait, mm -hmm. I want to try to capture that. Yes. Because you could see it in that person. Mm -hmm. And so I always just try to keep evolving. And I think, you know, I there's a lot to learn. Yes. I've had years and years in schooling of art, but am I great? No. Do I feel confident? No. Do I think I'm the best artist? No. I look at other people's art. I'm like, oh my God, they're so good. Like, it's I want to so be. It's so funny to hear you, you say that because I think that's, it's a common thing among artists that are really good. Like they don't think they're very good or, or even people that are in acting. Like they're always, there's just this, um. I don't know. There's this awareness about themselves that they don't feel like they're as good as they everybody says they are. Right. Which is what pushes you to get better and better and better and grow, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like keep growing. Um, you know, if my art is selling, it's mm -hmm. like, okay, it's selling. And I just want to keep pushing it. Like yeah. I'm not happy with, like, why not? Right. If I make a painting today, I want my next one to be better than the one that I made today. Yeah. That's if an, that makes sense. That's an interesting question, too. <laughs> How long does it take you to do a piece like this? It depends. Um, the Arnold one, for example. The Arnold. That was probably four months. Four months, okay. Yeah, because it's oil, and mm -hmm. you have to wait for each layer to dry, uh, especially black and white. So a lot of people think, oh, there's only two colors. Like, that's easy. Mm -hmm. It's actually the hardest to paint. Okay. If you only have two tubes of paint, a white and a black, it's harder than painting with color. That makes sense, especially since, I mean, if they are blended together, they're going to be gray. 50 shades and, of gray, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Now, yeah. uh, you were telling me you have four kids. Yes. And are, do any of them, are they artists too? or? Um, Not really. You know, they always tell me like, mom, you should have taught me more art when we were little. Yeah. Um, but everybody's so busy in sports and this and that. But they're, yeah, I would say they're decent, but is it their thing? No. Okay. But, they love seeing my art. Like they're always, you know, like, what are you painting now? Can we watch you? And, you know, so it's now, do they have cool. pieces that you've done in their house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was my one bugaboo about my father. Oh, shoot. Uh, it was, I mean, and he's corrected since, Yeah. but I'm like every relative we have has a piece of your artwork in their house. Right. And I don't. And, yeah. uh, so finally, the first piece he gave me was actually one that he had done when he was, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. Oh, how really cool. cool. But then he did the one I showed you, the lion. Yeah. And, and that's cool because it's right as you enter our house. And um, in fact, a friend of mine, Dylan. So Dylan means the lion, right? So he comes over for dinner with his wife one night. He sees, oh my, this is amazing. So I ended up gifting him uh, one. I had my dad do another print of it. And Very cool. So I have one. He's, he's still, or yeah, two. Yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah, I feel, you know, I'm starting to just put my art out there. Like, moving here, it, you're st I feel like I'm starting all over, right? Yeah. So, for me, I felt like, okay, how do I get my art out there? So, meet interior designers, ask them for coffee, you know, just everything. Yeah. And with my real estate, I've met people in that, too, that realm. That helps um, donate art. So, I've been donating... Every other month, pretty much, I'll donate a piece of art for a good cause. Cool. And that's free press. It raises money mm -hmm. for the foundation, fundraiser, 
if I had a bunch of money, I would be donating money. But I'm like, hey, I could help them raise money yeah. through my art for a good cause. Well, you said you did a piece or on that paper with the Dream Center, and that's yeah, something my partner has uh, been involved with for a long time. And they do great work. They're they're an amazing, amazing organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, and it's grown like crazy. I think Tommy Barnett and Matthew Barnett started that twenty years ago, initially in California. Oh wow! And then they built the Dream Center out here, and it's just what they do for the homeless and yeah. the, the human trafficking side of the world. They really it's amazing. Yeah, yep. so. Um, so what are you currently working on right now, piece-wise? Um, I have, I'm actually doing a commission of horses for a friend of mine, and it's going to be like a four by six. And the horses are going to be running through, oh, cool. but make it kind of abstract. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like wild and free. Nice. So that'll be oil, and it's going to look like action. So that'll probably be four months. Um, I may fly out to Charleston, South Carolina, for a mural for mm. a med spa. That's in the works. Um, I kind of created this funny little creature. It's like a Martian, but mm -hmm. I was drawing them when I was like 15. And I'm going to do a whole series on it where it's more like a fun toy, kind of that pop art feeling. Yeah. Um, it seems weird. And, you know, it's to me like, why would I paint this little cartoony thing? But I love, I'm just kind of getting back into that. Mm -hmm. And I love that style. And you see a lot of it selling now like vinyl toys oh, yeah. it's the whole big thing right these big giant like oil paintings of a teddy bear mm -hmm. bright colors all that so i'm gonna do my martian oh, cool. and i haven't seen him anywhere well, i'm gonna unveil it soon you, you remember the uh i'm trying to remember the name of the guy but he did the martinis and in with yeah. the olives oh yeah and it just like blew up all of a sudden yeah and everybody had like my yeah. grandparents had one of my things. neighbor has one yeah yeah maybe that's your, your i know uh, right olives in a martini yeah right yeah. yeah i love doing martini glasses those are fun yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, my dad so he had um, one that he called scuffed and it was this alligator that he drew and he actually had it on t-shirts and all kinds of stuff um, but same yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, same very, kind of thing. Because yeah. he used to draw cartoons for our local paper. Oh, and very cool. That was that was always fun because he's got a yeah. really good sense of humor too, and yeah. he'd draw that. And so yeah, yeah. I think cartoon cartoony things are it's great. different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's my kind of next series. Um, I am painting the Grand Canyon. Well, I just finished two of the Grand Canyon. So I had a interior designer, and she goes, "Do you do landscapes?" I'm like, "Yes." Like I used to do a ton. I just kind of got bored with it. Yeah. But I could pretty much paint, you know, any scenery. So my husband and I drove to the Grand Canyon. It was four hours, set out my paint stuff, started the painting, stayed the night there. And then we came back the next day and then I finished it at home. But I had two, one with palette knife. I did one kind of edgy and mm -hmm. then the other one more realistic. Okay. Yeah. So those are my two recent, but I do like painting I'd like plein to see air. Those. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'll show you. Yeah. But they're, they're small pieces, but they're plein air. Mm -hmm. And I thought I just need to build up my portfolio for these designers out here to know what I do. Right. Because I feel like I just moved here two years ago. So I'm starting over mm -hmm. for art and real estate. So the art part, I just have to prove myself. There's so many amazing, like, incredible artists out here. They're amazing. It's a very cool scene out here. Yeah. yeah. And I love, like, just meeting these artists. Um, I'm actually starting, like, a coffee chat group for okay. artists. And we're going to do it at the Henry. Oh, cool. That room that I was telling yeah. you about. Like, you can just go in there, use the room, have your coffee. And I'll invite 10 artist friends 
mm-hmm. that I've met and that I love. Like we just collaborate and a couple of them are just starting. Mm-hmm. And when it asked me like, you know, how do I do this? I'm like, okay, do this, use this color, you know, whatever. It could be just from getting like the art wipes. They're, um, I found some at Ace Hardware. They're called Grime Boss. Okay. They are the best art wipes ever. They're all like five bucks. Or you can go to Blick Art, you know, and spend 15 right. on a big thing that doesn't work as well. So we just share a lot of stuff. So I'm like, let's do an art group. That's cool. Just to share, you yeah. know, not monthly because I don't really have time for that. But just like every quarter, mm-hmm. we all get together. There's no competition. And a lot of artists out here, they, you know, like any business, some people are competitive. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, you know, but we can, you can't copy each other. Like we're all so different. Right. There's no way. If somebody wanted to copy my art, they can't. If I wanted to copy their art, I can't, you know, it's just, we're all different. Right. Oh, it's which is what makes it so cool. So unique. Like one person is right. like putting this out there, creating this image, creating something that's, you know, a story. Um, yeah, because like I had mentioned uh, a couple of years ago, we had bought a piece by Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And it was very unique. The piece in and of itself was unique, but I was talking to the gentleman. He reminded me of my granddad, by the way. Like wow. my granddad had risen from the grave and oh now was selling God. me a painting. That's weird. Uh, but he was ta- yeah, it was very weird. Um, but he was telling me like when you're buying art, that there's some things to look for if you want to appreciate. Do you mm-hmm. have any thoughts on that at all? And I can share mm-hmm. what he said, but yeah, I mean, if there's something unique in that piece mm-hmm. that's different, um, I basically sell like all original art, mm-hmm. and I could do limited editions. I could do prints. I could do merch. I just don't. It's just not my thing. Um, I feel like art is unique, and if you buy a piece of art, it's original. Like I'm not going to go mass produce it and now it's going to be at target and everywhere else right right so like the dr seuss like that is really cool his story Mm -hmm. and that that you're holding on to is worth a lot of money yeah and that's how he sold me on so what he's number one it was limited edition said number two dr seuss doesn't make any more paintings he's been you know away for a while yeah he said and number three it's got to be something unique like you hit on and for that particular painting, uh, he had signed it, and then apparently he didn't feel like the painting was done, so he stretched the canvas out, and he signed it again. So it's the only one he's actually signed twice. So he's like, that in and of itself. And he told me, he says, you're going to be sorry you didn't buy more of these. And right. five, seven years later, I looked at you know how much it is now, and I'm like, yep, I am, I am sorry yeah. I did not buy more of them. Because, right. You know, and, and art's great because it does. It appreciates, and especially yeah. if it's an original, like, Right. You're the only one that, that can do that. Right. There's not going to be any more reprints of it. You yeah. Know, the value is pretty, pretty amazing that you can get out of that. Yeah. And I love doing art commissions. Like, I just love, when I moved here, uh, for me, my goal is to meet as many interior designers as I can mm-hmm. and help them with their business. If they need art curation or they know their business, right? They know furniture, they know design, style, staging, like all of it. Yeah. I don't know any of that. Like, I'm horrible at that. But they're good at it. But they might say, hey, I don't know the difference in between acrylic and oil. Can you come help? I'm like, absolutely. Like, tell me the address. And, of course, it's this $10 million home, right? Yeah. And, like, okay, they probably want more oil because there's texture. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get all the windows here, the light, mm-hmm. you know, from Camelback Mountain shining in. They're like, okay, cool. And just helping them with that. And it's just like, how can we collaborate? 
-hmm. strength in numbers with any business, right? Just right. help each other. So it was interesting what you were saying about uh, the light, like hitting the painting and the texture from the oils. Mm -hmm. Never really thought about that, but yeah, I mean, if yeah. you have a really nice lighting, right? Uh, natural light, you know, makes sense to have more of a textured. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. So how can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram, so luxury sin Silva. 